888-835-2414. This is Learning with Leslie. Welcome to another episode of Learning with Leslie, the podcast where you learn, I learn, we all learn about how to build an online business with a blog. No, I'm not talking about one of those blogs that will fall by the wayside when Google has a mood swing. I'm talking about one that will thrive no matter what gets thrown at it. I'm your host, Leslie Summer from becomeablogger.com, where we're changing the world one blog at a time. And as usual, I have another exciting episode for you today. In today's episode, episode 261, we're going to be talking about Google AMP for WordPress, what bloggers need to know. Are you using Google AMP? Do you even know what it is? Have you heard about it? If not, oh man, you need to pay attention. There are some big changes coming to the mobile web experience and Google wants to be a part of the solution. There's their accelerated mobile pages project is their proposed solution and it can be a good thing or it can be a bad thing depending on who you ask. You know, as a blogger, you need to know what's going on so that you can prepare yourself and your blog for these changes. And as Leslie Summer from becomeablogger.com where we're changing the world one blog at a time, I have a responsibility to share this info with you. So Google MP, that's what we're going to be talking about today. <laughs> wow, it feels like, man, it feels like it's been forever. Anyhow, this is episode number 261. You can find details, show notes as usual at becomeablogger.com slash 261. This one is a little extra special though because I put together a special guide that you can get for free. It goes along with this because some of the things that I'm going to be talking about, it's easier if you actually see it as opposed to me just you know telling you about it. I want to show you step by step how to do it. So I put together a free guide and you can get it at becomeablogger.com slash 261. You're going to see a button at the top of the post and at the bottom. You can click on that and uh, get access to that free guide that's called, it's a WordPress user's guide to Google AMP. All right. You know, I want to let you know, as usual, if you have a question that you would like for me to, man, I almost choked just now, that you would love for me to address on the podcast, you can always call the hotline. That's why I played at the beginning. That number is... 888-835-2414. And if you call that number, you can leave a voicemail with your question and I will answer it on the show. Um, and I also want to let you know that this podcast episode is brought to you by the Become a Blogger Coaching Club. You know, today we're talking about Google AMP. Now, this is a topic that we actually spoke about on one of our coaching calls about a month ago, quite frankly. So, so because someone asked the question and we kind of got into it and I dissected it, I showed the steps on how to get it set up and what it means for bloggers. And if you want to be a part of that and you want to have these kinds of discussions even before it hits the podcast, check out the coaching club. You can go to bloggercoaching.com. You know, it's been a while since 
I, I got behind this microphone to record a podcast episode, and a lot has happened. Some of you already know what has been going on, but a lot has happened. A lot has changed, and the biggest thing has to do with the fact that we have a brand spanking new daughter. <laughs> we have our new daughter. Was She was born uh, not this last Thursday, but the Thursday before, and man, life has been interesting since then. Baby is doing well. Mommy is doing well. Uh, the baby is here. That means sleep is gone. <laughs> uh, but it also means that I took a, a little bit of a break from recording episodes. Fortunately, I record them in advance. So it just feels like it's been forever. But I'm back to business now. I'm back in the driver's seat and ready to move ahead. And there are some awesome things coming your way. That's all I'm going to say. That rhymes. <laughs> Anyhow, I'm glad to be back. Um, and as I said, baby is doing well. Mommy is doing well. Uh, we're sleep deprived, but that's a part of the process. So let's get into today's topic. We're talking about Google AMP for WordPress. What bloggers need to know. Now, before we get into the nitty gritty of what it is, and how it works, I want to I paint a picture for you. And it's actually not going to take a lot for me to paint this picture because it's probably an experience that you've had a number of times. Let's say you're browsing the internet. Let's say you're on your mobile phone, all right? And you do a search for something, whatever you're searching for. I don't really care how to mow your lawn. I don't know why that's the first thing that came to my mind, but let's say you search for how to mow your lawn and you have a, a, a search results page with a number of listings and you click over to get to one. And when you click, it takes a, a long time to load. Not only does it take a long time to load, but when it eventually loads up, there's a bunch of ads. Maybe there's a huge pop-up. It's hard for you to get to the content. Uh, so not only is it loading slowly, but when it does load, it loads a bunch of crap that you don't really necessarily want to see. A bunch of stuff that messes up the user experience. Have you ever had that kind of a situation happen to you? Or let's say you're browsing Facebook, you click on a link and it's the same thing. A pop-up comes up and you're on a mobile device so you don't have a lot of space to work with and you're trying to get to the content, you go through a little bit of a content and you have this huge ad and it's just, ah! Does that ever happen to you? This is the problem that we're going to be addressing, or this is the problem that Google is trying to address. Um, the mobile web is not, in many cases, it's not the kind of experience that the average user wants to have. Here's the thing. People don't put up with slow-loading pages. There was a study done by Kissmetrics, and here, here, here are these numbers. Listen to these numbers. They showed that 40% of users leave a web page if it takes longer than three seconds to load. Three seconds. One, two, three. If it takes longer than that, you have lost 40% of your visitors. That is not a good thing. So we understand that the mobile web is a relatively slow experience. 
in many cases, we have these annoying ads that pop up. Um, and as a result of that, people install ad blockers so they don't get to see the ads that are on your site if you're using ads on your site. And, and, and it's, it's just a poor experience. Now, we understand that this is a problem. And there are many companies that understand that this is a problem. And there are three big companies in particular that want to be a part of the solution. Number one, we got Facebook. Number two, we have Apple. And number three, we have Google. Now, these three companies know, (laughs) they know that if they can have control of the mobile experience, or actually, if they can have more control over the mobile experience, the mobile web experience, that's a powerful position to be in. So Facebook is is coming out with their own, well, they've come out with their own initiative, and that's called Instant Articles. Apple has Apple News, and Google has AMP. So we're not going to be talking about all of these three platforms in this podcast episode. I'm going to address Facebook Instant Articles in a later one, and I probably I'm probably going to get to Apple News because I believe that these are all these three companies are going to play a significant part in this experience as we move into the future. At least they are trying their hardest to make that a reality. In today's episode, we're going to talk about Google AMP. So the first question is, what is Google AMP? Well, AMP stands for Accelerated Mobile Pages. So the AMP project is the Accelerated Mobile Pages project. And what this is, it's an open source initiative um, that's built in collaboration with a number of different partners. And the goal is to improve the performance of mobile sites on the web. Now, this is a system that once it's set up on your site, it basically causes your site to load an average of four times faster. And in some cases, uh, and, and it uses 10 times less data. Now, if you're using less data, that's good for everyone, right? Your site is going to lo- load faster. And in many cases, what's going to happen, What it, it actually looks like the site is loading instantly. You, 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 press on, you, you press on it on your phone and you have this page that pops up. And it, 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 just, it doesn't even look like it's taking time to load. All right, so let's talk about this AMP experience, all right? Um, what you will notice, if you pull out your phone right now, depending on where you are in the world and depending on the kind of phone that you use, and you open up your Chrome browser, let's say you're using the Chrome browser, and you do a search for, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say, let's do a search. <laughs> Some of you may not like this, but I'm doing this for a reason. Let's do a search for Donald Trump. And I'm actually doing this right now. So I just did a, a Google search for Donald Trump, And what I'm going to see, and this is kind of interesting, right at the top of the page, before I even scroll down, I see that there's this kind of a top story section. And I can see one from The the Last Refuge. I see one from The Washington Post. And I I can kind of swipe across and see a bunch of stories before I even go on to the rest of the search results. 
And what I'm going to notice is at the bottom left of that post, I see this kind of like a lightning bolt and it says AMP. That tells me that this is an AMP site. And when I click on that, I just clicked on it and literally immediately I saw the entire page. It didn't take a while to load. It was just there. Now, I want to talk a little bit about how, how it does this. The AMP project, what it does once it's set up on your site, it, it gets rid, number one, it gets rid of additional unnecessary scripts. Now, if you have a site that has a bunch of different elements, you have plugins installed that perform all kinds of different features and so on, there are scripts that are added to your site. And the more things you have on your site, the more scripts that are involved. And of course, the more scripts that are involved, the, the longer it's going to take to load. AMP gets rid of all of that additional, quote-unquote, unnecessary stuff, at least unnecessary in the eyes of this AMP project. So that's one thing that it does. Number two, it specifies the dimensions for the page. Now, why is this significant? All AMP sites have the same dimensions. Now, when, when you go to load up a website on your mobile browser, the, the dimensions of every page is specified in the code. And then the browser has to then determine based on what's in the code, what the size of that site should be. And then it will take the dimensions and then it will show the things eventually in the right dimensions. Okay? Now, with AMP, it always knows what the dimensions are because the dimensions are the same. And it doesn't have to check the code to figure that out. It can just load those dimensions almost before, <laughs> at least it seems like before you even press on the website to go to that page. So there are specific dimensions for the page. And then it takes advantage of what's called lazy loading. Now, what does that mean? When you load a site, let's say you have a long web page. And at the bottom, you have some images and some, uh, some other elements. And at the top, you have some images and some other elements. When you open up that page on your mobile device, what, are you, what do you want to see first? The stuff at the top. So what this is going to do is it's going to prioritize the loading of the site. And they call this lady, lazy loading. Lady loading? Wow, that's, that's, that's bad. Lazy loading. It's going to load what you need to see first, and then um, what you need to see first, it's going to load that first, and then all of the other stuff that's at the bottom of the page, it's going to load that a little later. That makes it appear as if it's loading instantly. Now, um, so, so I, I mentioned that this is an open source project. It's built in collaboration with a number of different partners. There's a lot of stuff going on. There are a number of moving pieces in terms of the companies that are involved and so on. Um, but it's essentially a normal HTML website with some restrictions and some extras. So, so some of the some of the restrictions, for example, I, I said the dimensions. That's all. That's always going to be consistent. Um, uh, and, and this is not considered a responsive site. And you you need to be aware of that. You know, I have a WordPress theme that is responsive, so it kind of reshapes um, depending on the size of the device, the, the screen that you're using. 
But this is not a responsive site. We're dealing with a completely new version of your website that loads in a different way. And I'll talk to you a little bit about that in a second. Now, I told you how it's gonna how it's doing this. I want to tell you now the three elements that that the AMP project is composed of. First, you have the AMP HTML. We're getting a little technical here, but just in case you're interested in this information, the AMP HTML. Every website that you see on the in- internet, uh, you're, you're basically, it's the result of HTML. That's a specific type of coding that allows your browser to display the information that it's displaying. Well, this is a slightly modified version of HTML that's called AMP HTML. And then you have the AMP JavaScript, the JS, and that basically handles that uh, resource loading so that it, it will load the things that you need to see first first, and then the things that you need to see later, it will load later. But then it also takes advantage of Google AMP cache. Now, just in case you don't know what caching is, when I go to a website, and let's say I go to becomeablogger.com and then I leave that website. The next time I come back to that website, if caching is enabled, it's going to store some of the basic information of that site in my browser so that the next time I come to that that page, it doesn't have to reload all of the images and all of the scripts and all of that stuff. It's basically going to be loading just the things that are changing. That is caching. Caching takes advantage of storing the the some of the site's information in your browser so that the next time you come, it loads faster. You will probably notice that the first time you you visit a website, that it takes the longest to load. But then as you visit it more in the future, it loads faster and faster. Now, the Google AMP cache takes advantage of Google's CDN. That's a content delivery network. This is the last like super technical thing that we're going to talk about, right? And a content delivery network allows this Google cache to work in an interesting way. Because Google has a network of servers all over the world. I am located in Berrien Springs, Michigan right now. And if I want to load your site, it would be much faster if I were to load it from a server that is physically closer to me. And Google's content delivery network allows that to, to happen. All right? So... You take these three elements, the HTML, the AMP HTML, the AMP JavaScript, and the AMP cache, and that provides a significantly faster experience. Now, I want to talk about some of the benefits of using AMP. And actually, before I even go into that, let's talk about how once AMP is set up on your site, how it how it's displayed. Okay, so I'm going to go right now to becomeablogger.com. And when I go to becomeablogger.com, I see my site. And I see there's a recent post. I'm going to click on that recent recent post. And you can try this out because I have AMP installed. And right now, the recent post is how to make money with sponsored content. Now, I'm going to look at the URL and I'm going to see an entire URL there in the address bar. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to go to the end of that URL and just type AMP at the end. 
and press enter. And when I do that, I'm going to see a very simple version of my site. I'm going to see that the sidebar is gone. I'm going to see I have a featured image. Now, this is going to be best if you do it on a mobile device. Okay, so if you're doing this on a mobile device, you go to becomeablogger.com. You click on the most recent post, whatever that is. You go to the end of the URL. And when you go to the end of the URL, you just type AMP and enter, and you're going to see a relatively fast but relatively simple version of my site. It has the featured image at the top. It has the Become a Blogger logo, and then it has the content. There's no sidebar. There's, there are no comments, any of that stuff. It strips it down to the bare bones, just the content. And that is how you are able to determine if a site has AMP installed. So this is actually a, a sep second version of your site that is available when you type that AMP at the end if you're using WordPress. If you're using a different platform, then it's a, it would be different depending on what the platform is. But I'm assuming that you're using WordPress. So that's the case for a WordPress site. Okay, now... Let's talk about the benefits um, because, of course, there are going to be some benefits, there are going to be some pros, and there are going to be some cons. Let's talk about the benefits of using AMP first. Number one is going to be very obvious. It's going to be faster to load. When you load an AMP site, like I mentioned, it almost looks like it's loading instantly. And with that, if it's loading much faster, you're going to get fewer people abandoning your site. And if you have fewer people abandoning your site, that's potentially more people consuming your content. This is very significant. And this is the problem that Facebook and Google and, and Apple are trying to be a part of the solution for. All right? So faster loading, fewer people abandoning your site. In addition to that, you know, I told you when I did a search on my mobile device and I searched for Donald Trump, the reason I did that because I know that's a hot, he's a hot topic right now. So many people are talking about him. So there's going to be a bunch of news articles on him. If you don't want to search for him, search for any other political candidate and you're going to see a similar thing. All right. But when I did that search, I, I, I mentioned that right at the top, there was a top stories section. Now, this is very important. That top story section, as I mentioned earlier, that was visible before the rest of the search results. Before. I can literally, in that top story section, I can literally scroll and see one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, ten articles. I am able to see before going to the first regular search result. Let that sink in. I can see 10 AMP articles right at the top of my search engine results page by scrolling to the right, by swiping to the right, before I see any of the search results. This is telling us that Google is giving preferential treatment 
to sites that are using AMP. That is important to pay attention to because right now it's just happening from what I've what I've can have been able to see. It's only happening with news sites. But what does that tell us about the future of the web in terms of the search results? It's telling us that Google is put giving priority, it's giving preferential treatment to AMP sites. And that could potentially mean that if you do have AMP enabled on your site, at some point in the future, you could get preferential treatment. Possibly. (laughs) This is all hypothesis right now, right? Because this is all relatively new. If that is the case, this may be something for you to take advantage of. This may be something for you to pay attention to. This may be something for you to set up and toy around with and see how it works for you. Now, if you're looking at your, um, if you look at your Google Analytics and you notice that a lot of your traffic are com- is coming from Google, like with my biology website, and you notice that a lot of that traffic is coming from mobile devices, you really need to pay attention to this. And you really need to consider the pros and cons and weigh the benefits and think through this process and do your own research. And of course, I'm going to be sharing more with you on this podcast. Um, but you need, to be, uh, <laughs> you need to be on alert because the last thing you would want, if you're getting a ton of traffic from Google or if you're building a site that's ultimately going to get a lot of traffic from Google and Google is going to be a big part of what you are trying to accomplish, This is something to pay attention to. Now, in addition to Google, we know that there are some social networks that are also working with AMP. And we have sites like Twitter and Pinterest and LinkedIn that have said that they are also going to be supporting AMP. Now, what exactly does that mean? Nobody knows. Well, they know, but we don't know yet. But once again, It's something we need to pay attention to because if all of a sudden Twitter and Pinterest and LinkedIn are going to say that if your site is AMP, they're going to give preferential treatment because they know it will load fast. And if it's not, they're going to, you know, kind of push you down in the rankings. That's something to be aware of. Now, what are the implications for this? I told you that it's basically kind of a stripped down bare bones version of your site. It's, your sidebar is gone. In many cases, depending on how you have it set up, your ads are gone and you have to put them in in a different way. In some cases, you know, if you have your opt-in forms in a certain way, maybe you're using a pop-up or, any, or something of that sort, that's gone. <laughs> and some of you are thinking, oh my word, this is crazy. And you know what? Yes, it kind of is. But what it emphasizes to me is the importance of focusing on the content. Because when I look at an AMP version of a website, a web page, a news article, a blog post, whatever the case might be, what is front and center? The content. And, and if that is the case, then I need to be thinking about my business model and thinking about how I can make sure that I'm building my business model into my content. And this is going to, you know, I think story selling, 
I don't know if anybody calls it that, but I'm going to call it that. Story selling or narrative selling, that's going to be much more important, not the interruption marketing that we've been used to seeing, not the flashy banner on this, in the sidebar, not the pop-up advertisement or anything of that sort. I think from what I see, the future of this mobile web experience is going to demand for us to... To, to focus on our content, which that part I like, but even in our monetization, in our business models, we want to make sure that we're building that in. For example, if you have a banner ad that you definitely want, let's say you're advertising an important product that's essential or a big part of your business, you want to, you're probably going to want to do that within your content, whether it's with an image or some other format. You want it to be within your content because your sidebar is gone, your pop-ups are gone, and so on. So it's something to be aware of. Now, what are, what are some of my concerns when it comes to AMP? I'm going to tell you. Concern number one, your branding is gone. <laughs> unless you do some more advanced you know, development on your site. Um, it is customizable within limitations. And to customize it, I'm going to talk a little bit about how you can do some of that. But for some more advanced custom customizations, you got to get more into the code. And that can be a little more complicated. But for most people, the average person with a WordPress site, you know, if you spent a lot of money and getting a nice fancy design, nobody's seeing that <laughs> on the AMP version of your site. And that's significant. I think branding is an essential part of what you do online, what you do offline. It, what, it's an essential part of what you do. And if that's taken away, that's concerning. Number two, I mentioned this already, but the sidebar is gone. Well, do you have important things in your sidebar? I know I do. I have a big opt-in form right at the top of my sidebar that will no longer that's not there on my AMP version of my site. And once again, you're restricted in terms of what you can add to the site. I told you there are I think I told you there are no comments on an AMP version of your WordPress post. Now, the question is, do people actually comment on mobile devices? I know some people do. How many do? Uh, it's, it's, depending on who you ask, you get different information. But that's loss of functionality. What other plugins are you using that add functionality to, functionality to your site that's important to your site? Well, maybe that's not going to work with AMP. So, so these are some significant concerns. But... It is obvious that this is a direction that Google is heading. This, this is a direction that these three big companies are heading, and we need to pay attention to it, and we need to be proactive rather than reactive. Now, let's say you've listened to this and you think to yourself, man, this is, this, I kind of like the idea of this, or maybe I'm curious because, yeah, the mobile web experience is a little slow. I don't like how my site loads on mobile devices. I want to experiment at this with this. I want to talk to you about how to do that. Now, if you're using WordPress, it's relatively easy to do. There are two plugins that you're going to need. Number one, is AMP. That's the name of the plugin. You just do a search for AMP. The first one you're going to see is AMP. 
and it's created by Automatic. That's the company behind WordPress. And that's the one you want to install that. Once you install that, it enables your blog for AMP. And if you go to your blog post slash AMP, you're going to see the AMP version of your site. Now, here's the thing. This is a very bare bones plugin. Once you install this plugin, it has the functionality, but the design is just going to be the blank AMP design. If you want to add some customization, let's say you want to, you want to uh, change some of the fonts. You want to um, change the colors of the links and uh, change, you know, you want to have a, your logo and a, a number of these, you know, easily customizable elements. You need to install a different plugin to manage that. Now, the one that I've installed is called, it's by the, a company called PageFrog. And if you do a, a, a Google search for, uh, not a Google search, but a plugin search for PageFrog, P A G E F O R G, um, F F R O G, you're going to see a plugin that's, that comes up that's called Facebook Instant Articles and Google AMP Pages by PageFrog. That's a very long name. That's why I tell people just search for PageFrog. Um, that plugin, when you install it, it will give you the ability to do a number of things. It'll give you that, the customizing ability. It'll also give you the ability to, to, to work with ads and set that up. It'll uh, give you the ability to connect to Google Analytics for AMP, and I'll talk a little bit about that in a second. Um, so it gives you a lot more control of that experience, at least at a generic level. After installing that plugin and doing some customization on my of my own, it made me much more comfortable <laughs> with the way my site looked, um, the AMP version of my site, the way it looks. Um, next thing, when you set up AMP, this is this part gets a little more technical. And once again, I have the guide that walks you through this entire process at becomeablogger.com slash 261. You want to set up Google Analytics. Now, the way they, they Google recommends for you to do this is by setting up a separate property for Google Analytics, I mean, for your AMP version of your site. So you have one Google Analytics property for your regular site and one Google Analytics property for your AMP version of your site. And this is important because the way the tracking works between AMP sites and regular sites, it's kind of different. So you want to be able to track them separately. Um, and this is exactly what Google encourages you to do. And once again, in my guide, I basically walk you through one step at a time how to do all of that. You know, there's one more thing that I didn't mention. Uh, when you install AMP, even when you add um, the PageFrog plugin, you're going to notice that, yes, the comments are gone, but another thing that disappears is your social sharing buttons. That to me is kind of significant. However, I've been seeing more and more sites with social sharing buttons on their AMP pages. And I and and that's obviously something that they've done some coding on. So it tells me that it's possible. It tells me that there are more features that are coming to AMP for the average person. So so it's just something to be aware of. There's a lot of potential in terms of customization. If you look through some of those top stories, you're going to start to see some of the variation and the branding that still goes into these AMP sites. And I think that as time goes on, more of that customizing, those customizing options are going to be available to us. 
as regular people. I think it's available right now, but it's going to be easier for us to 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 control with the WordPress plugins that we're going to have. So what are my conclusions? Well, number 1, there're big changes coming to the mobile web. Big changes. Number 2, you got to pay attention because you know if you've never heard of this before, I want you to consider this to be your, your kind of like a wake up. All right? Wake up. You need to pay attention because this will affect all publishers eventually. Exactly how? I don't know. I have my speculations. I've shared some of them with you here on the podcast. But it's better to be proactive than reactive. And you want to be you want to be aware of those changes so that you can be prepared to take full advantage of whatever it is you need to take advantage of. And of course, listen to the podcast because I'll share some more. And number three, explore the resources. You know, you know check to see what people are saying about it, but also just try it out. I mean, you can install AMP and see what it looks like on your site. You could do some tweaking and testing and so on. And then you can say, you know what? Forget this. I don't want to use this. Well, if that's the case, then don't use it. And that's all good. But at least you're informed. And at this point in the game, it is important for you to be informed. So, of course, I got to leave you with some action steps. All right, so three action steps. Action step number one, download the the WordPress user's guide to Google AMP, the free guide that I put together for you. Just go to becomeablogger.com slash 261. You'll see a button at the top and at the bottom of the post uh, where you can click on it. It's going to ask you for your name and email address, and then you're going to get that guide sent to you. It's a PDF guide. I walk you literally through every screen. Click here. Do this. Do that, download this, upload this, blah, 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 customize this, and this is how you do it. (laughs) I show you one step at a time. Number two, install the AMP plugin. And number three, install and configure the PageFrog plugin and just kind of do some experimentation with the design, with the look and feel, and just get an idea of what this would look like for your content. That's pretty much it for this episode. This, Man, yeah. I hope that was helpful for you. All right? I want to tell you a little bit about what's coming up next week. Episode 262. uh, Podcast interview with Serena Apia again on the topic of how to make money from your popular content. That's Man, this was a good interview. First, we, we spoke about how to find your popular content, and then we, we spoke about a unique strategy that she's used successfully to monetize her popular content. We're ta- we also spoke about how to re-amplify that content and much more. You want to come back and listen next Wednesday for that episode. It's good stuff. This was episode 261. I know you got a lot of value from it. You can visit becomeablogger.com slash 261. If you missed anything, don't worry. It's going to be there. We take the notes for you so that you don't have to. And if you know someone that can benefit from this episode, why not share it with them? Tell them to go to becomeablogger.com slash podcast. They'll find this episode, all of the other episodes, and they can even subscribe like you did, right? You did, right? (laughs) 
And if you're trying to get your blog started so that you can create content, inspire others, and change the world while building your online business, freebloggingvideos.com. That's my free course that shows you exactly how to get started. And lastly, you want to take it to the next level? bloggercoaching.com. Join the coaching club. You're going to love it. This is Leslie Samuel from becomeablogger.com. We're changing the world one blog at a time. And next time, and until next time, take care and God bless. Three, four.